Duke's mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it, too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Duke's is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Duke's. It's got twang. Open up a tab, grab a seat, and pour a pint. It's time for the Beer Guys Radio Show. You want free beer? Go to the brewery. Dedicated to the art, science, and enjoyment of craft beer. Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Aaron Williams. And welcome to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We are radio for the local craft beer movement, broadcasting from our flagship studios here at AM 920 The Answer in Buckhead, Atlanta. I'm Aaron Williams. And I'm Tim Dennis. And this week we're heading north. We're heading up to North Georgia, where we'll be talking to Tom Fennell of Phantom Brewing Company. Yeah, that'll be good. So now I've got a couple of his beers here as well, and we're going to be talking Wales of the Week, what's happening in Georgia and Alabama beer, and so much more, because that's the kind of show we are, Tim. That's what we got to do. Cover we got to do it. Exactly. It. Exactly. So, so how have you been? Busy. I know. This was a crazy week. It has so, been. But I've, uh, you know, you, you champion through, you do what you got to do, and you, you, you just. There's you know, a so lot I of... had a solo bottle share this week to, uh, <laughs> okay. to kind of help with the week and that. So enjoyed a Cocoa Bunny. And, Excellent. Uh, tried the peanut butter porter from yep. back 40. Uh, Big beer, beer fest, strong beer fest. Yeah, it was. I tell you what, that was the big thing of this week. That so. was that was amazing, actually. And uh, I want to give yeah. a lot of a shout out to the guys from uh, Dry County Brewing Company, Trey uh, Coop and Bear, and they let me have one of their extra tickets because yeah. I was an idiot and didn't buy mine because I just again that's idiot. really one you don't want to miss. No, I you mean, don't. A, if you're if you're a beer person, you know that that's the fest. So many great beers, so many great beer people. It's not, it's one to check. Yeah, out. and of course, uh, the Strong Beer Fest. It's it's a festival for all beers over eight percent. You got to pace yourself, but uh, you know we're talking barrel age. We're talking uh, some really big IPAs. Just some amazing, amazing beers from uh, Georgia and beyond. Uh, so it was it was a fantastic. You know, I went in one. there and I'm talking. People are asking about you know getting there and taking you know all the big beers and that. And I I spent the first 15 minutes of the festival bragging about how good I am about pacing myself yes with these big beers and then 45 minutes later I'm just yeah you just gone. You just, so, I gotta wait a minute a little bit and so at that point I thought the best thing to do was to get up to the bar and start drinking bourbon that's good so, yeah that was so, a good I saw you up there too I was in line for the call. for the Hunapu day and uh, you you so. you flagged me down and then you were started drinking the that that bourbon and I said like you know what I have to stop yes. because I will never make it home if that happens so so yeah so I mean like you said there were there were at least 50 or so beers on tap yeah. from the Strong Beer Fest at Wrecking Bar Brew Pub. Some amazing beers out there. Uh, what was your favorite? That's a tough co- so, oh. You know, I really have to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a tie. Okay. Abandon All Holt from Orpheus mm-hmm. and Helm's Deep from Three Taverns. Yep. So those two, but outside of those, excommunication was great. Existence was great. The Mexican Siberius Maximus. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, Barrel Age Siberius Max- Maximus. So there were... A lot of great beers, and really tough to say, hey, this is a favorite because 
There were so many that were just excellent. No, absolutely. It was kind of on, on a scale of really good beer and, you know, really good beer at the bottom, too. There was yeah. not a bad one in the bunch. And and I agree with you. The Helm's Deep, though, that three taverns released was absolutely amazing and did win the People's Choice Award it at did. Strong yep. Beer Fest. Uh, you know, again, the Mex- Mexican Siberius Maximus, uh, uh, the uh, the barrel-aged rye Baltic porter from uh, Brecking Bar as well. Uh, Hopnoggin, which I thought was a fantastic double IPA from uh, from the guys at, uh, at Brecking Bar as well. Uh, Cherry Street's Thunder Hops, you know, match, Maps and Legends from Burn Hickory. Just... Just so, so much beer out there. It was it was absolutely fantastic. So a good time was had by all. Yes. At least from what we can remember. And that's anyway. a great way to try those beers. You know, oh, yeah. some of them are hard to get. Some of them are extremely hard to get. And so going to a fest like that, you get to sample so many awesome beers. Yeah. You know, and the price tag may be a little bit steep for some. But like you said, there's so many good beers out there. It's definitely worth the ticket. You know, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, some of the releases, you know. But, for example, you know, Helm's Deep's getting released uh, a 17th, little bit later. Yeah. And uh, that's going to be, uh, again, a, a, a big ticket item. So you could have had that uh, before. And, yeah. You know, chance to tickets on it, so. sale Monday. Only that's 100 right. tickets, too. Yeah. So, so definitely yeah. Uh, check that out. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. So speaking of fantastic, we've got Truck and Taps. Beers of the Week. Crack open a cold one. It's the Truck and Tap Beer of the Week. Woo-hoo! Craft beer and food trucks in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. So we have a melange of beers uh, for us to hear today. Yeah, quite a few great beers this week. So, of course, our guest this week is Fannin Brewing Company. Exactly. So we'll be featuring beers from them. That's mm-hmm. I went up and visited Tom at Fannin uh, not too long ago. A month yeah. or so ago I went up there. And Tom gave me a bottle of their Hive Kicker. Oh, uh, nice. That, that we'll be breaking into. And also a bottle of, I believe he said it's a wine and beer hybrid. Okay. So we'll get into that. So we've already, our pre-game and beer this week was Nightbreed from Little Cottage Brewing Company. Yeah, so, John Sherry. You John uh, actually Sherry. went up to go yeah. brew with him, actually. I went over there. For, yeah. It was a quick trip. I, you know, it was kind of a last-minute planning thing, but I went in there, checked it out, and he was nice enough to send us a few beers. That's fantastic. Thanks, so, John. And I do apologize for not showing yeah. up. I had the wonderful joy of uh, trying to get my house clean because I got new floors the other day. What so, fun. So, but we've fun also there. got... Uh, Smoke on the Porter. Yep, from from Terrapin. Uh, from Terrapin. We've got one you brought back that we've tried on the show before. We're going to revisit. Exactly. This is from Maine. So. It's the Whoopie Pie Porter. Unfortunately, it was infected when I brought it back last time. Uh, hopefully, it's uh, not infected this time, but I will open it over yep. a uh, garbage can just in case. Yeah. And we've I... got a Funky Buddha Saison <laughs> that, that, that we got a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, peanut Butter Porter uh, from Blue Pants. So... We have plenty to choose from. And some cans of Jude from Reformation. Hey, Jude. They uh, gave us a little preview on that. So thank you so much, Reformation. Those will be hitting market next week. Yeah, and, and that's their, uh, their Belgian triple. That's a Belgian triple. It used to be um, Declaration, right? Providence. Or Providence. I'm sorry, Providence. And so yeah. a, little, a little rebranding. But Jude will be hitting retail next week and a launch at the brewery next week. Yeah, it's a nice triple, and it's got a distinctive nice yellow or gold can, I guess, to it, so you can't miss it. So uh, should be good. Let's check out uh, what's going on in the headlines in craft beer. What's in the news? The beer guys have the scoop. Extra, extra, read all about it. Time for headlines. Sponsored by Your Pie Perimeter in the Perimeter Place Shopping Center across from Perimeter Mall. So, yeah, so, uh, you know, we're wrapping up the year, and uh, there's a lot of people uh, talking about craft beer. And, of course, uh, the legislative session is going to be here before you know it. And uh, Georgia is, well, lacking. In some of the things, uh, some of the laws that mildly. we have. Put it kindly, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to put it kindly here today. So a uh, great article uh, from Kyle Wingfield at the AJC. Uh, nice editorial about that, uh, talking about uh, what... Georgia could be looking at North Carolina breweries. You know, he says that uh, North Carolina, of course, uh, boasts nearly 200 breweries. Uh, entire state of Georgia has just 45. That's 48th in the nation on a per capita basis. So I hear a lot of folks talking about how many breweries that we have in Georgia. I'm like, do we have too many breweries? I hear that all the time. Right. Well, actually, we are 48th in the nation per capita 
North Carolina is about the same population as we are, and like I said, they've got 200 breweries right. in that state alone. So One thing in that article that was interesting, I don't remember the exact exact quote it was, but uh, one of the things that's brought up when you talk about change of beer laws is hurting wholesale jobs. Mm-hmm. And it was mentioned in the article that uh, I, I believe it actually had a positive impact on yeah. the number of wholesale jobs, you know, per brewery. Yeah, there. And, a, so. and a lot of them, you know, like I said, these these breweries who can uh, actually sell directly to the customer, so they don't have to go through a distributor. They can actually sell beer on premises. A lot of them can start in a small town or a small area, grow organically, because they don't have to just ramp up their production to get the distribution numbers they need. They can just open a tap room, have a few on tap, maybe have a few kegs and bars and growler shops nearby and sell some bottles to go and then grow that way, develop their product and, yeah. and slowly build as they go. And you when know. they grow and expand, they're going to need a wholesaler, distributor to help them out. That's exactly right. And that's where the jumps come in. That's so, right. So interesting a note also down in uh, Statesboro, uh, Eagle Creek Brewery uh, has changed their license. Saw that. Very interesting. Yeah, they're a brew pub now. So uh, I guess they're going to change back to a brew pub, which means uh, I don't think we'll be seeing Eagle Creek cans anymore. They can't distribute then if that's they, the case. Well, they can. And I don't know the exact way the law is written, but brew pubs can do a certain amount of distribution. It's based on volume and percentages and that. So okay. since they were already set up for packaging, they may be able to do brew pub serve on premise and still send a limited amount out there okay. into the market. Well, so. that'll be good. So, yeah. yeah, definitely very interesting. I want to talk to those guys at Eagle Creek and see their thinking behind that uh, as well. Over in Alabama, we've got a new brewery coming, hopefully in 2017. It was announced that Birmingham District Brewing Company is uh, going to be opening sometime in 2017. I'm going to guess it's in Birmingham. Birmingham, that's, yeah, that's, that's a solid <laughs> guess, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're going to do. So, uh, so they've been sometimes brewing, they'll ooh, throw you a curveball though. That's so true. You never know. That's true. So, yeah. You know, and they'll they'll mess you up with that. But uh, but yeah, so another brewery coming to the Birmingham area, which is great. And uh, you know, a couple of things too. In in Augusta, uh, they're looking at changing some of their laws, and that's going to mean uh, basically, hopefully, opening up the downtown area to some more distillers, craft distillers, and craft beer uh, openings there. Mm-hmm. I know they've already got a couple of, or at least one right now. River River Watch in Augusta. They've got another one that's being planned, too. So uh, they're looking at uh, the city planners looking kind of opening up and hopefully relaxing those rules to make it a little bit easier for folks to 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 have that uh, craft beer industry downtown. I know a few years ago there was a city, I believe it was a city councilman, city planner, that this was before there were any breweries at all in Augusta. Uh, he made a comment that Augusta was really missing out because they didn't mm-hmm. embrace that. So, you know, that brew pubs and breweries and, and shops like that could uh, really revitalize exactly. a small downtown area. And we've seen it happen so. in so many other cities as well. So uh, that certainly would be a good thing for them to do. We're going to take a quick break right now. The Beer Guys Radio Show, beerguysradio.com is our website. And we'll be back right after this talking with the owner of Fannin Brewing Company. We'll be back right after this. I'm Josh Rachel. I'm the co-owner and brewmaster at Jekyll Brewing, and you're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. The Beer Guys are back right after this. Morgan and Lisa with Your Pie Perimeter here. We'd like to invite you to our store for a beer. Is there anything better than pizza? Yep, brick oven pizza that's made fresh and paired with a cold craft beer. That's what you get at Your Pie Perimeter, located in the Perimeter Place Shopping Center by Perimeter Mall. It's the perfect place to relax on the patio with a pint after work or bring the family in. Follow Your Pie Perimeter on Facebook for all our beer events and specials, including beer tastings that you won't find anywhere else. That's Your Pie Perimeter, located in Perimeter Place Shopping Center next to Chipotle. Tell them that the beer guy sent you. Hey, this is Aaron. I want to thank you so much for listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We've got some really awesome things that are coming soon that will help us engage with you some more. We're not going to lie to you, though. It takes time, effort, and money to produce the show every week. So if you'd like to be part of the Beer Guys family, we would love your help. Head to patreon.com slash beerguys to become a sponsor. 
We're not going to beg. Okay, maybe just a little bit. But hey, we've got some great swag for those who become a sponsor. And you'll be among the first to know about the great things that are coming for the Beer Guys universe. Again, that's patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash beerguys. Or you can go to beerguysradio.com and click the sponsor link. We thank you for your support and cheers. It's Aaron and Tim, the Beer Guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock is always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy. They have 12 of them. Bottles, too. Not sure what to drink? All of their beer servers are Cicerone certified. And if you got someone who isn't a beer fan, not to worry. Truck and Tap carries wine, mixed drinks, and even handcrafted sodas. As for the truck part, well, that's when it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta-area food trucks daily, that way, you're getting a different menu every day. Check it out. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the Beer Guys sent you. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You want some advice? Well, yeah. Well, here's all you need to know. Classes, nothing before 11. Beer, it's your best friend. You drink a lot of it. Women, you're freshmen, so it's pretty much out of the question. Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. And welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. BeerGuysRadio.com. That's our website. We're also on all of the socials and all that good stuff. Tim Dennis, uh, Aaron Williams, and we're also joined in the studio with New Bias, uh, friend of the show. He's kind of uh, hanging out with us uh, this this episode. How you doing today? Man, I am outstanding, brother. Now that I'm out of the traffic, slowly traffic. sipping. Yes. And it got a beer. And I got a beer. There you so go. Right. We're good, man. Best of both yeah. worlds. Best of both worlds. So on the phone right now, we've also got uh, another guest as well. Tom Fennell. He is the owner of Fannin Brewing. He is joining us via phone en route from New York back home, I'm assuming. How you doing, Tom? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm doing great. Yeah. Uh, good, to, uh, good to be on your show, guys. Thank you so much, Tom. We appreciate it. So I tell you what, we'll get into the to the meat and potatoes of the interview here. But yeah. well, I guess this is the meat and potatoes of this. It's, it's the beer, beer. It's the beer and, and barley yeah. or something. Yes. So Tom, we just opened. I visited your brewery. I guess about a month ago now. And while I was up there, yeah. you were kind enough to send me home with a couple bottles. One being your Hive Kicker wheat wine, which we've got here, and another was an interesting beer that you said you do for the tasting room. That is a a wine beer hybrid. So can you tell us a little bit about that? That's what we've just opened here in the studio. Yeah, that's great. Well, I hope you guys uh, like it. Um, I like to do uh, <clears throat> a lot of experimental beers uh, just in the tasting room. And there's a uh, vineyard that's up by me called uh, Cartier Vineyards, and I've become a real good friends with a guy uh, who owns it, Larry Likens. <clears throat> and he's nice enough to give me some of his uh, wine grapes uh, white wine grapes, when they come in, I have a wine press uh, in my brewery, and so I press them out. It's a, uh, I was inspired by the uh, dogfish beer, uh, Midas Touch. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's a, a, a white wine, uh, two-row um, honey that this year actually comes from the guy who picks up my spent grain. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So there you go. A, yeah, he's a uh, cattle farmer slash uh, honey wrangler, and uh, he so he gave me the honey and then saffron. Those okay. symbiotic so, uh, relationships, right? Symbiotic so, relationships. Yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah. Well, this is really nice. It's now. What's the base on this? Is uh, or the beer side of it? Um, it's really just two row. That's okay. And, okay. Um, I don't have my recipe in front of me. There's a little bit of hops, but I don't think it was even 10 IBU hops. So, yeah. uh, so it's really about just kind of letting the 
you know, letting the wine come through and the, and the honey and uh, just making. I, I get a lot of, I tell you what, and I, and I think a lot of people might relate to this who've been to taste rooms. I get a lot of people who come to the taste room who say, you know, I really don't like beer. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, that's, a, uh, that's a hard one to answer when you own a brewery. So, yes, uh, true. <laughs> yep. Uh, and, uh Sometimes they're the uh, they're the uh, significant other of somebody who might have taken them there. Mm-hmm. So this one really works. Yeah, it's funny. I'm almost getting a, getting a riesling on the nose. I'm not That's, a wine guy, but it almost yeah. t- smells like that uh, to begin with. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's pretty cool. And um, th- this guy also gave me uh, two barrels, two red wine barrels, uh, Norton grapes. And I put in for my two-year anniversary, which was last May, I did a uh, farmhouse ale, and then I took my Tacoa Brown, and I aged them in his uh, red wine barrels. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because people yeah. may not know. Well, I imagine a lot of people listening to this would probably know, but uh, the area you're in is definitely known more for wine, wine country, in Georgia yeah. Than, uh, yeah. than beer. So yeah. seems like a pretty good uh, pretty good mix there. So. So yeah, yeah. So, well, so excellent, very tasty. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, tell us about your craft beer story. What got you into this uh, crazy business? Yeah. Well, that's actually perfect segue, guys. Um, the um, about four years ago, I was thinking about opening a winery. So um, I've had a second home up in uh, Blue Ridge for uh, a long time, about fourteen years. So I put in a little vineyard at my house, uh, about a hundred vine vineyard. And uh, quickly discovered uh, that while I like to drink wine, <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> <Don't like> to... <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. not sure it's the business for me. I mean, it is. Uh, I give a lot of credit to all the wineries uh, up there because uh, you're you're kind of uh, pushing the envelope for where you can successfully grow grapes. So um, I was like, well, that's not really for me. At the same time, I was going to Germany a lot uh, for my business. Um, and I, in the beginning, Berlin, but uh, in the end, I was mainly going to Munich. Uh, of course, was going to the beer gardens. Uh, my favorite, I don't know if you guys have been over there, but my favorite is uh, Augustiner. And uh, Augustiner is one of the seven breweries uh, that can, you know, present their beer at, at uh, Oktoberfest in Munich. Fell in love with their beer, and then one thing led to another and uh, started brewing. Yeah, I think I saw something, Tom, where you were talking about uh, you pressed out all the grapes and you were manually destemming that, and you're kind of like, "What is this? This is this is a lot, a lot of work to do this." And so that it, it was, it was Oof. a lot of work. Thankfully, my friend Larry, when he did, I still I still have my little wine press, but he he has a crusher destemmer. A little and less does, work to uh, a little, little to empty mash tons. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> He does what used to take me maybe seven or eight hours. He does in about 15 minutes. <laughs> That's good. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, we're talking with Tom Fennell. He's the owner of Fannin Brewing up in uh, the Blue Ridge area. Now, uh, you've been crafting a beer in the Blue Ridge area for about uh, five years or so. Uh, now that you've got uh, yourself and uh, Grumpy Old Men, which opened around 2013. Uh-huh. Seems like a yep. fairly young craft beer scene, but uh, is it growing? It is. You know, we're, we're, in a, uh, we're in a tourist area in Blue Ridge. I mean, I think a lot of people listening uh, have probably been to uh, Blue Ridge. Fanning County, believe it or not, has got a, uh, uh, according to the Chamber of Commerce, uh, last year over 400,000 people came to Fanning County. 
So uh, it's definitely the uh, it's definitely the destination uh, up in the mountains. So we get a lot of tourists who come up from all over, you know, Atlanta, Florida, all over the place. And um, and there's, so there's a lot of restaurants. As you mentioned, two breweries and then also a brew pub. There's a brew pub in, in Blue Ridge called the Blue Ridge Brewery, and they make their own beer, too. So the population of Blue Ridge is, I think, only 1,600 people. And, uh, of course, there's you know a lot more tourists who come. So there's uh, two breweries, a brew pub, and a cidery <laughs> for a town of 1,600 people. Now, that's time. Do you see more of your... Uh, visitors being the tourists coming up there or your locals? It's really, yeah, it's mainly tourists. Um, you know, we definitely have, you know, we have a good base of locals and and uh, people who live up there full-time, people also who own second homes and are up quite a bit. Um, but we're a tourist town. Yeah, I mean, it's really... Yeah, it's a cool little really town. Nice. I mean, is, the, yeah. the way things are lined up there, you could, you could walk. I think when we when I visited Tom, it was one of the the tail end days where it was. I believe it was exactly 137 degrees up there in Blue Ridge <laughs> yeah. that day. <laughs> nice. So, and as I was walking the downtown area, I was saying, you know what? When this cools off a little bit, especially colors changing that, yeah. Yeah. you know, just be gorgeous to walk around there. Hit the brew pub, go grab a bite to eat. There's the leaf peeping crowd up there too. Coffee yeah, shops and oh, donut so shops and cookie stores and. I love yeah. it. Oh, and breweries. Oh, it's, so. it's great. And, you know, six years ago, it was a dry county. Really? <laughs> Not anymore. Not, no more. <laughs> it's Not, no more. I mean, so. It's a dry, you know, I don't want to be telling tales on some of my friends up there, but, you know, dry from the uh, legal sense. Uh, sure, sure, sure. There we go. Yeah. I won't tell, say no more. We know no. how those mountain yeah. towns <laughs> in right. Georgia work. So. That's right. So, so you've seen a shift in the attitudes towards craft beer overall then in your area over the past few years. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's a, uh, I make, uh, for instance, there's a restaurant in town called Fighting Town Tavern, and I make a, I make a beer just for them. Uh, it's a pale ale, uh, with Amarillo hops, uh, features Amarillo hops. Um, we've got, um, uh, there's a place called the Borough Inn, and they have maybe 40 or 50 taps of craft mm. beer, and, and he's an Irish pub, so he has some, some stuff from Ireland and England, too, um, and it's really, you know, it it was, well, like I said, it was dry six years ago, but only two or three years ago, it was just a lot of commercial beer. So, um, yeah, I mean, we've got a we we got a great thing going on up there. Awesome, Tom. We're going to take a quick break again. We are talking with Tom Fennel from Phantom Brewing Company. And you're listening to Beer Guys Radio, and we will be back right after this. I'm Steve Anderson, head brewer at Red Brick Brewing Company, and you're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. The Beer Guys are back right after this. Hey, it's Aaron. I want to give a quick shout out to our newest sponsor. It's Hopspot Beer Tours of Atlanta. Now, there's a lot of tours out there, but what makes Hopspot Beer Tours different? Well, get exposure. There's more to Atlanta craft beer than just breweries. A Hopspot Beer Tour gives you the who, what, where, and when to craft beer right here in Atlanta and the state. Education. Whether you're a native, a transplant, or a visitor, you'll always learn something new. And connection. Hopspot connects you to guests, local breweries, and businesses to create those lasting relationships. We invite you to check out what makes HopSpot different. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Twitter and Instagram at HopSpotATL, and of course, visit HopSpotBeerTours.com. Use promo code BEERGUYS10 and receive 10% off your order. 
Hopspot Beer Tours. Hop on, get connected. That's hopspotbeertours.com. Morgan and Lisa with Your Pie Perimeter here. We'd like to invite you to our store for a beer. Is there anything better than pizza? Yep, brick oven pizza that's made fresh and paired with a cold craft beer. That's what you get at Your Pie Perimeter, located in the Perimeter Place Shopping Center by Perimeter Mall. It's the perfect place to relax on the patio with a pint after work or bring the family in. Follow Your Pie Perimeter on Facebook for all our beer events and specials, including beer tastings that you won't find anywhere else. That's Your Pie Perimeter, located in Perimeter Place Shopping Center next to Chipotle. Tell them that the beer guy sent you. Ahoy there, mateys. Hunting whales? We've got you covered with Tim's Whale of the Week. You've got quite an impressive list of whales for There's your There's quite this a list here. No the, kidding. The, the, the waters are churning with large uh, sea mammals. Yar! This week I love here, it. So yes. That's right. What so, do we got? So the first one that I'm sure most people know about, Cocoa Bunny cans are out there. Or uh, they're supposed to be. It's, they should be. It's, it's a tough one to find. So I did get a. I did mm-hmm. get one can. Thank you so much to Creature Comforts. They were Definitely. nice enough to meet up with us and share. It's really good this year. You it's know, extremely it's funny. Everyone year, always so. like to say, like you know, last year's was better. Last, last year's better. I think mantra. this year is better with it Cocoa Bunny. It's fantastic. So. Yeah. And as with anything, there's some debate. You know, on the flavors that are there. But I got. The chocolate, the coconut, the coffee, I got mm-hmm. it all. And, and, you know, a little lighter here there, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that beer was what it said it was. I'm yeah. a, I went over to Crog City Hop Market, mm-hmm. Hop City, Crog Market, excuse me, where, you know, they had their little opening, a couple of the guys from Creature were there, and, yeah, it, it's worth it. I mean, if you can it's get good. your hands on it, get you some. Definitely. I found a four-pack earlier, so that's too. it. That's all I've got so That's far. all I've got, so, too, exactly. But outside of that, another one that's hitting, and it's it, this is another one that's hitting stores and it's disappearing. Different stores are getting it, depending on your location. Burial Beer Company out of Asheville, their Skillet Donut Skillet Scout donut. Yeah. Uh, cans are hitting stores here. So if that's one you can, if that's one you can find, bring us some. I was going to say, been yeah, to let several me, stores looking for that one. I'd like one too. It, exactly. So. Speaking of one that that, that yes. needs to bring us as well, yeah, in, in Alabama, you've yeah, got one Alabama, too. Yeah. So yeah, so El Gordo Day is today. Exists. And they're doing their big stout, several variants on that. So that'll be one for our Alabama folks, I'm sure. A lot of them it's will be Saturday. out there getting that. that. What's that? Saturday. Saturday yes. yes. So good people. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday, yeah. which is today. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. Sorry. New bias. It's time shifting. Is, is, it's hard for the bias. It's okay, sh- though. It's all time shifting. He's like, what are you talking about? So, <laughs> it's good. Yeah. So El Gordo today. Yes. New bias over in Alabama. So that's yeah. one. Get out there and get it. Uh, a big prairie hit around yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, so, definitely. Uh, Pirate Bomb, Christmas Bomb, Pirate Noir. All of those hit. Funny story on the uh Pirate Noir. So Pirate Bomb is one of my favorites. Me but too. I saw the Pirate yeah. Noir at the store, and I was curious if I wanted it. Uh, I didn't remember trying it, so I go on Untapped to see what others had said, and I found my re- and I'm like, oh, I've had this before, so I click it, and my all review just said, I do not like this. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that tells you me that's all you need to know. So, that's right. Yeah. So also Gravitational Wave. Yeah, from uh, it's going to be uh, next weekend. Yep. That one's releasing from Wild Heaven, and Helm's Deep. Oh, so Super good. short bottle release. A lot of heated opinions. Yes, on this beer, as is per usual. It's yes. a good stout. It's a fantastic stout. That'll be one to get. And Aaron, yes, next Saturday there's a super secret release that we'll have more info. Follow our site. Follow our social. And okay. we'll fill you in. Super so. secret stuff. Yes, triple decatur release. Right. The craziness. Oh right there. man! And okay, real quick on Helms Deep, people were fighting over that strong fest. From what I saw. It was either 100% yes 
or maybe 20% no. I like that beer a whole lot. 20% I it was fantastic. no. I, I, yeah. Those I want, people were wrong. They were I, wrong. I agree. Exactly. Yeah. There were yeah. people who were yeah. kind of like, oh, that beer isn't it. I'm like, you yeah. guys are missing out. Gravitational Wave, I'm actually going by there sometime soon to go check that mm-hmm. beer. I know they have their release. On the 17th, right. I think it is. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So I'm supposed to be going by there to get with Eric and try that beer out before it comes out. Looking Very forward cool. to it. Definitely. Yeah, wait, man. It's good Definitely. stuff. So, so, hey, so that's it, man. Definitely. That's, that's awesome. That's my Wells for the week. Awesome. Thanks, Tim. I appreciate that. And uh, coming back uh, now, we're going to go ahead and talk to uh, Tom uh, Fennel. He's the owner of Phantom Brewing Company. Continue that interview. So how you doing out there? You still on the road? You okay? Pulled off? We, we good? Uh, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah. You scared me for a second. He fell he didn't asleep answer. on us because we rambled too long and, about and our oil. We, we just series, ramble so, about yeah. beer every once in a while. Yes. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, um, during the break, actually, we were talking about uh, your goal of keeping it local. Uh, what yeah. does that really mean to you? Well, there, you know, I think um, in a couple things. I mean, in the area that I am up in North Georgia, there's a lot of. You know, there's vineyards, there's, there's a big apple orchard, there, you know, and there's farms. I mean, we're, we're in a small town, rural community. So what I what I like to do is, as much as I can is to uh, use local ingredients uh, for the beers. I think that is something that really makes it unique and, and really kind of makes Phantom beers stand out. It's not all the beers, um, but I make about five or six that have local ingredients. Cartier Soul, the one we've just been talking about. Um, Hive Kicker, uh, which is a, uh, a wheat wine, a little different than a barley wine, but a wheat wine, 9.3%, uses sourwood honey. And sourwood honey is only found in southern Appalachia and is considered to be one of the best honeys in the world. And um, so I use that. I make a uh, blackberry hefeweizen where I get blackberries. Uh, there's a great orchard. Uh, up in North Georgia called J. Moore Farms. Press them out. Uh, press those out on my uh, on my wine press. I make a beer called Redheaded Woman after a uh, Springsteen song <laughs> of the same name. Uses strawberries that are local. So um, I think it just makes something that is unique, you know, tastes like North Georgia and uh, connects people to the area. Awesome. Now, another question for you, Tom. That's a new bias. You have a question there? Yeah, just real quick, man. Um, yeah. Being in North Georgia, being in an area where you have so many tourists coming in, like, what are the types of styles you get people asking for the most when they come into the brewery or to the taste room? Um, that's a great question. You know, the I don't know if I would say so much uh, a lot of stuff. We get a lot of people from Florida. And uh, so they talk a lot about, you know, the breweries that are down there. And uh, I don't get a chance to go down to Florida as much as I would like. I mean, I know some of the bigger breweries, uh, Cigar City, of course, and Funky Buddha. Um, people, I make a lot of Drummond-style beers. And people, you know, they really like that, especially when it's hot. Like you were saying, last time you were up, yeah. it was 137 degrees. Right. Um, there's nothing better than a German lager on a really hot day. Well, so, yeah. um, you know, people really like that. And then they also, my tasting room, I have a stage and I have music. And, um, so it's not just the beers and it's, you know, it's pretty comfortable to walk around. It's the whole experience that people have when they come up. All right. And cool. And speaking of that experience, um, yeah. With you being in Georgia, being in North Georgia, you're kind of far from Atlanta. Obviously, you're not connected to the South Georgia brewery. So how do you kind of interplay with the with the guild? Are you able to interact with those guys? Do they come up to see you? Do you come down to see them? 
you know, you being so kind of detached just by distance? Yeah. Well, um, I'm, I am a member of the Guild, and I'm fortunate uh, in the case that my local representative is uh, David Ralston, who's Speaker of the House. And um, so I've been uh, involved with the Guild. I was involved with the Guild quite a bit last year uh, with Nancy and with Joel from Monday Night Brewing and meeting with David uh, for, uh, you know, to work on legislation. And um, that has been, I think, great uh, for the Guild. He was very, David, uh, he's, he's wonderful in the sense that um, he really looks out for people, you know, in the whole state, but also in his community. And he has two breweries and a brew pub. And so, in, a, in like I said, a very small <laughs> community. And uh, so we've been able to get a lot of his attention and he was very instrumental in getting us the ability to have uh, the uh, beer to go. I mean, if it wasn't for David, I'm not sure that ever would have made it. Now, with that, uh, with that said, Tom, with uh, Speaker yeah. Ralston, uh, how do you feel? You know, because you do deal with him, uh, we still need more change here. We we've yeah. made some small changes that are fantastic. But we yeah. definitely need more to be competitive. In our news segment earlier in the show, we did a little comparison. There was an article talking about North Carolina and kind of the boom they've seen there in both uh, brewery and beer industry and wholesale jobs due to some positive yeah. changes. Has he given any indication as to you know his thoughts on continued change within the uh, the industry there? Well, David's all for it. I mean, Speaker Wilson is really all for it, and um, you know he it's been. You know, I think we're really lucky because, you know, what I always say to what, I, what I've said to some other breweries is that, you know, the Speaker of the House, no offense, could be from Valdosta, could be from Albany, could be from somewhere where there aren't any breweries at all. And it would be really hard to get his attention and educate him so, on our issues. And uh, so we've been able to really do that, and he understands it, and he's supportive. I just saw him a few weeks ago. And, yeah, but- uh yeah, he, he's very uh, – he's going to be supportive of, of, you know, almost everything that we do. Awesome. And what uh, what would you like to see? What are, what are your hopes, say, for maybe the next session? We're getting close. We'll be getting into that soon. Or, or yeah. maybe the long term, what do you kind of see out of it? Um, well, what I want is everything. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. That sounds jo- good. Join the club. Yeah. Well, yeah. What I want is everything. Um. The um, you know, but I'm a but I'm <laughs> but I'm a realist. Realist. Well. So um, and he always you know David always says you know we got to take baby steps and I and I think that's really true. Um, I really hope that, w- that in the next session we'll be able to get um, where you can just come in and, and get a glass of beer. I mean that's you know operating a tasting room and, and I think all the other breweries and all you guys go into the breweries and everything. I mean, it's just crazy. The whole tour thing is just crazy. Yeah, and, you know, um, talking about baby steps, though, some people believe that just throwing the baby in the pool is a great way for it to learn how to swim. I'm just saying, yeah. you know. So, well, I think we all agree with that, right? Uh, and uh, <laughs> you know, we're preaching to the choir, right? That's right. So, um, we all agree with that, um, <clears throat> and we kind of have tried that, and mm-hmm. you know, we've had some success, right? Um, but I think. Maybe, you know, trying to just have very specific things that we're trying to accomplish 
is going to make it, you know, easier, easier for us. But I mean, I don't need to tell you guys and everybody listening that, I mean, we should be able to do what we want. I mean, why can't we do what the breweries do in North Carolina? It's crazy. Excellent. Tom Fennell, owner of Phantom Brewing. Thank you so much for joining us on the Beer Guys radio show today. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Great. Uh, Cheers. And uh, you're listening to the Beer Guys radio show. We'll be back right after this. Here on the Beer Guys radio show, we always encourage you to drink local. And, of course, shop local at your favorite bottle shop. But sometimes you want something different. A beer you've heard about online, or maybe you've got a bottle share to attend, but nothing special to bring, or you just want to check out something new. That's where Inside the Cellar comes in. They stock lots of craft beer from breweries that may not be available in your hometown. Shipping is almost free for every 12 you buy, and if you use our special promo code, you'll get 10% off of your order. Inside the Cellar also stocks wines and craft soda, too, and using Inside the Cellar helps us out. So head to BeerGuysRadio.com, click on the Sponsors link at the top of the page, and click the Inside the Cellar icon to shop. And enter our special promo code for 10% off, too. That's BeerGuysRadio.com. Click the Sponsors link and then go to Inside the Cellar. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Well, I'm sure I'd feel much worse if I weren't under such heavy sedation. Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. BeerGuysRadio.com is our website. Follow us along on the socials. Join in. See what we're drinking. See what we're doing. Definitely. Share what you're drinking and doing. We'd, we'd love to hear it. We like to hear what people... And what... Uh, you know what? We're actually drinking something that... Uh, from our other show. Yes. So Project BGR, we talked uh, Funky Buddha. Exactly. And uh, they sent us a couple beers. They did. And I've one saved this one for being, a while. Yes. Because, yes, Becky, you were nice enough to to mule these back for us from, uh, from Flo Rida. And uh, so they, what was the other one they sent? I'm trying to. Oh, uh, this uh, snow day, the snow. Uh, last the, snow, which last I yes. still have not had yet. See, oh, you haven't had it. I'm sorry. I said the same thing, Aaron, because I told her I was like, "Hey, we saved that saison because I figured you'd had the last snow." She's like, "No." Ugh. I was like, "Well, All okay, right. well, we still get. Have you had you had the saison, Becky? No, this is the first. Okay, time so at least that. So undefeated saison mm-hmm. from Funky Buddha, and this is a they they brewed this in honor of the 72 undefeated uh, Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Yep. And this is a French countryside style ale brewed with grape must and champagne yeast. Yeah, and it does have and that really nice champagne uh, flavor on the nose, champagne-y. and it's got that got that yeah. really nice uh, nice nose flavor to it. Dry. So this is another that's kind of a a wine beer hybrid. Yeah, very we, similar to what uh, today, what Tom was brewing so, there yeah. before. So it's it's a very well, interesting. That's tasty. So we thank Becky. We thank you and Funky Buddha. For sending that no up problem, to us. Anytime. So, anything yeah. for you guys. Anything so, for you. We appreciate oh, that. You're the we best. Love that so you're the best. Much, so. So, hey, so we're, this hang- is nice. we're hanging out in the studio too with New Bias. Uh, he's also a sports guy, so I figured he'd appreciate this funky Buddha as well. I feel like I need to have my pinky out when I drink this beer. You, you do. do. It's like a fancy drinking beer. I mean, I feel classier. Like I need a monocle and exactly. This alcoholic beverage is yeah. So yeah, that's impressive. Man. Where's my monocle? Indeed. So yeah, right. I need the whole thing. The pocket watch. Oh yeah. This. Cigar clash. There you, know? you go, man. Uh, Funky Buddha, man, they're doing it. They are. They do a great job. You know, there's a lot of yeah. good Florida breweries out there, but but yeah, Funky Buddha has done no wrong as far as I'm concerned so far. Yeah. Them Cigar City, right. good times. It's, yeah, good stuff down there. Definitely. So new bias. Yes. So you do a podcast. I do. So, beer it is. <laughs> beer it is. Is that oh, right? Word, so yes. you talk. What do you talk about on that show? Well, I bet he talks about beer. beer. All right. there you go. So, yes. So basically, 
first of all, I really like what you guys are doing. Thank you so much thank for having you. me. Oh, no, cheers, thanks, man. man. Cheers. cheers. You so got an empty I, glass there. Let's I get a little bit of my that, glass. That's not good. That's against the rules. So you, but you had uh, heard Scott Hadine. Yeah, you. Yes, one of our buddies from Burnt Hickory was on with you recently. Bless Scott Hadine's heart. Yes. Oh, so true. <laughs> so true. No, nah, man, I love so. Scott. Man, seriously, he's just one of the good guys oh, in this yeah. industry, and we have a background because I'm. I'm a journalism guy, so I write for Sporty News, ESPN.com, a few other places full-time. Beer is my passion. Started home brewing and then started just tasting good mm-hmm. beer. Got lucky living in Atlanta as the craft brew scene started to grow here. Very cool. So yeah. first was Dogwood, and then seeing my man Crawford, and then oh, going yeah. from there, yeah. and then getting to Red Brick, and then as that continued to grow, going to Athens, going to Terrapin. So that's how I kind of got lucky and got hooked. But the show was just me. Sitting down with a brewer, having a beer, talking to him about what it is he does and how he does it. Tastemakers, our mutual friend, like mm-hmm. A.O. Sharpton, that guy's sure. like that. Yeah. I had lunch with A.O. yesterday. Oh, man, really? Yeah, yeah, I guess all the pictures there. You yeah. had the picture cover stuff, yeah. Yeah. Or like our buddy Jace, who does the Hotspot ATL. I had right. him on recently mm-hmm. with Beer Tour. So basically, I talk to people who love beer, make beer, and drink beer. And we just sit for 30 minutes. We have a pop. We talk. And... And Georgia's a company, man. Now, nice. do you try and stick uh, Georgia, Atlanta, or are you just wherever you happen to be and there's cool beer stuff going on? Well, one of the things I'm lucky with my sports journalism stuff because it, it allows me to travel. So at times I may be in Cleveland covering the Cavs. So that means I'm going to Great Lake. I'm going to Hopping Frog. At times I may be at Alabama covering a game. So that means I'm going to Blue Pants. I'm going sure. wherever. You know what I'm saying? If I'm in Tallahassee, I'm at Proof. It yeah. just depends on where I'm at. Or, for instance, I have Buffalo Bills games. So I went to Southern Tier. So okay. wherever I'm at with sports, I try to combine it, hit a couple of breweries, and do the whole nine. So I'm going out west soon. I'm excited about that. And just having fun, man. This is It's good, man. It's it, a great industry with good people. Definitely. You know, and if, again, we've talked to Al before about this, too. You know, and there's, there's really not a lot of jerks in this business. You know, I mean, you're, you're a journalism guy. I'm a journalism guy. Sure. I, I grew up in it, too. You know, covering beer, I mean, a lot of people, this is their passion. And a lot of people have kind of gone from you know, regular jobs and done this, and this is just what they love to do. And it's so much fun to talk to the people who are making this and, and really enjoying it and just loving what they're doing for a living. Oh, absolutely. And there's a couple of reoccurring themes I've noticed with brewers. The ones that, the brewers that do the best, you know, everybody says we're a family, right? Whether it be sports teams, whether it be, yeah. you know, radio shows, whatever. But the ones who do well, they're actually telling the truth. They actually really have a good mind. They tend to have a good partner, whether it be a wife or for the female brewers, a husband or whatever have you, at least one person in their life that they can kind of count on, depend on. And then they have good people around them to support their dreams. And that's really what it is. I mean, you're not getting in this to get rich for most brewers. Yeah. You know, you get the few big boys, the Southern Tears of the world who may blow up or you get a Nick Knock who's probably making a bunch of money now. But. I'm pretty sure when he got into this. I was going to say, po- when he started 15 years ago, it wasn't right, so. Yeah, number it's, one yeah. Sweetwater, it was, he probably wasn't making $35,000 a year. You know what I'm saying? Now he's making it, but look what it took. And mm-hmm. so I think that's a twofold thing. One, you're not getting into it to make the money. But two, you're getting into it for the relationships, the bonds. And like Strong Beer Fest just, um, last Saturday was so awesome because there were so many people that I know, whether it's, I drink their beer or I listen to their radio show yeah. or I read their blogs or I see their tours. So when you have moments like that, I think that makes it all work. And that was the cool thing for me because this is my first Strong Beer Fest. It was like, you know, I'd hung out and I'd see people that I'd interviewed, seen people that are, are making the beers. And it was just kind of like a party, a beer fest. I and mean, the beer so was fantastic, but 
the the group of yeah. uh, the people that were there were just was just so awesome. The brewers, the beer reps, just good beer people. You know, I saw one picture that's uh, Mary that does uh, promotions and photography in that for yeah. uh, for Wrecking Bar. She posted some pictures after the festival, and I see one shot, and it's uh, John from Max Laggers, uh, Brian Purcell, Steve Anderson. And there was another brewer in there as well, but right. you know these are so these these are people and they're there talking to everybody. You know, right. if you try their beer and you like it and you have a question on it, go up and ask them. Yeah. Hey, you know, I tried this, I I loved it. You know, what'd you do with this or whatever? Yeah. You know, you and and it was great. You know, you know, for example, exactly speaking of John, I mean, I had a great conversation with John and Owen Ogletree. Just we just mm-hmm. stopped and shot the breeze for about five or ten minutes, just talking about what. Owen's going to next, you know, and just talking about yeah. German beers and those types of things. It was, it was an absolute blast. I get salty talking to Evan uh, or Owen. Oh, about and I know that. because so you know just, he's in Budapest he's now. In Budapest it's now, like right? must oh, be nice. Dream, man. Yeah, yes. man, must so, be nice. Yeah. Well, and he even made Scott behave a little bit. So. A little bit. Yeah. Scott <laughs> did. He was now. He was actually. Yeah, he was like clean shaven and and you know good. Yeah, but I mean, like, like again, like when you're able, when you're there, and Chris, like I said, I call it the Decatur Corridor, where you see your and then Brian Purcell from Three Taverns. Then you see, you know, the guys Nick and Eric from Wild Heaven just mm-hmm. all like hanging and yeah. enjoying each other company. I think that really shows how strong Georgia. But even like the North, the Gate Cities. I mean, yeah, and Brian and those guys were there. And too. the yeah. brewers don't get a chance to mingle that no. much with each other. You right. know, they're taking care of their breweries, so they're not necessarily visiting all these other ones. So it's uh, it's not that often. That they they're able to get together. Like definitely, that, so. definitely. Well, cool. Nubias, uh, we got to run. Uh, what's your? Uh, give us a plug here. What? Uh, where can we get catch you? Catch me on Twitter at nwilborn19. Follow me at Sporting News at Nubias Wilborn and the hashtag Beer It Is on the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and on Snapchat. Womp. Beer it is. Excellent. Thanks, Tobias. Appreciate it. Did that just happen? That just happened. Absolutely. Exactly. Beer it is. On what you need to know for next week. That's hot. So what's going on in Georgia this weekend? Do you use that on your show? Beer it is? I won't, but I don't. You do now, right? There you go. I feel so awesome now. Awesome. The hot list, man. So lots of stuff going up. So all throughout this weekend, Cherry Street's turning four years old. 12, 12, 12 is the official Congratulations, date. Nick. So they'll be uh, running parties all weekend. On uh, Sunday, Rise and Shine release at Terrapin. It's their newest, uh, one of their newest barrel-aged beers. So check that out. Also on Sunday, Max Lager's holiday celebration. Uh, on Tuesday, Pints and Pies Ugly Sweater Run at uh, Your Pie Perimeter. So uh, we've got uh, Monday Wild Heavenly Bells on a Monday night. Okay. So and that is uh, Wild Heaven. Bells, Monday Night Brewing at Midway Pub. Nice. So doing a little collaboration night there. So on Wednesday, we've got one-off Wednesday at Red Brick where they offer a one-off beer that they've brewed on tap there. We also have Taps for Tots at Truck and Tap, which is a toy drive. Yeah. Uh, some nice beers taken over the taps there. Great, great beer list. Yes, Wednesday, great yeah. beer list. Truck and Tap, one of our sponsors. Awesome venue. Grab your bite to eat. Get you something. And uh, Woodstock has passed. You can take uh, your beer to go. There you go. Get your plastic cup, walk around, enjoy nice. that. So nice drive there. We've also got Thursday is Pint Night at Your Pie Piranha, a little feature they do each week where they have a featured pint from a featured brewery for only $3.14. You see what they did there? I did. Aaron, with that 3.14 there you NT go. night. There so, you go. Uh, World Beer Cup dinner at Reraz on Thursday. On Friday, we have Home for the Holiday Beer Dinner at the Wing Cafe nice. up in Marietta. Saturday, 
is huge. beer release mega huge. day. Yeah. So uh, there's a bottle waxing at Red Brick for the release of their wine, barrel-aged Beard Envy. Helms Deep releases at Three Taverns. Those uh, tickets are releasing Monday. There's only okay. 100 tickets. Check get out uh, check out Three Taverns' website. <laughs> there you go. Get them, get them if you want them. So Gravitational Wave releases at Wild Heaven. And as I teased earlier, there's going to be another release that a lot of beer people will want. But that's all I'm going to say right now. Stay tuned to BeerGuysReader.com. We'll get you there. So that's it. And just a quick reminder for folks, we're going into the holidays. I've seen a few emails and messages from breweries that are going into holiday hours. Yeah. So before you go out there, we've got a list of times now on our website. But just verify and make sure that they're keeping their same hours. Call ahead, exactly. So uh, in Alabama, we got some great, crazy stuff going on. Of course, it's El Gordo Day today. Good people brewing. They've got uh, some fantastic uh, variants of their barrel-aged beer. So enjoy the El Gordo Day there. Also, uh, Sunday evenings through Wednesday, Wacky Tacky Christmas Light Tour in Avondale Brewing in Birmingham. 12 Days of Christmas, the Pie Face Tournament. I love Pie Face. It's such a great game. At uh, Salty Nut in Birmingham, that is at 5.30 p.m. Giveaway to giveaway. What do we got? We do have a giveaway to give away, and our winner this week is Cindy LaPlante. Nice. And Cindy will got a nice swag pack to come your way. So drop us an email to beerguys at beerguysradio.com, and we'll get your goods headed your way. There you go. Aaron? Yes, if you want to uh, go ahead and win some awesome swag from our guests and uh, also brewers, go ahead and head uh, to beerguysradio.com and log on and uh, sign up for uh, This Week in Georgia Beer. Tim gives you the rundown of all the cool stuff's happening uh, over the week, uh, releases, uh, events, all that kind of cool stuff. And you get to enter to win their swag pack here, just like Cindy won. So beerguysradio.com and get to the Georgia Beer uh, uh, release of the week or what's going on for the week. Uh, just this week email. in Georgia beer. Thank you. That's too much hive kicker for me. Yes. That's uh, that's my problem. So, hey, we're going to wrap it up for this week. Coming up next week, we've got uh, some small breweries making a big noise in North Alabama. Mad Malts is joining us next week, so thanks for listening. Check us out, BearGuysRadio.com and on the socials. And don't forget, drink local. Cheers. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We're on demand via iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always online at BeerGuysRadio.com. Aaron and Tim are back next week with more about the amazing world of craft beer. Cheers.